Um, Alright, if you're new with us tonight, I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Light Church. Um, we are um, passionate about Jesus. We're passionate about Baltimore. We're passionate about the church and seeing um, the church come together to be the church. We're passionate about a lot of other things, and I'm going to talk a little bit about some of that tonight. Um, and um, just to catch you up a little bit where we've been, we're, we're in a series right now talking about what it looks like to grow together here at the Life Church. What it looks like to journey with Jesus, um, to grow with Jesus, to look more like Him as, as we do life together, as we um, journey. And um, we're in week four of that this evening, and I'm going to be talking about this um, kind of core uh, pillar of growth here at the life um, called expand, and it's specifically it's uh, expanding the kingdom and the family of God. And I want to talk about that a little bit tonight. Um, and before I jump into that, uh, I'm going to kind of start by sharing a little bit um, just where I've been at. I feel like there's some context uh, to this. That would be helpful for us. And um, for those of you that have been a part of this community for a little bit of time, um, this will hopefully be, um, I think, uh, meaningful. And uh, for those of you who are nearer, it might provide some context um, for this time that we find ourselves in right now. Say bye to my lovely wife and my kiddos there. That's where the party is, it's downstairs. We're going to try to have some fun of our own, okay? <laughs> uh, so I have to be honest um, with you guys. The last few weeks have been, um, have been tough for me on a personal level. And um, particularly uh, just in my attitude and my heart um, related to what we're doing here, <laughs> related to this um, church, which is kind of an awkward place to be. Can I just be honest? As your pastor, as someone that um, I, I consider myself an encourager, and I feel like God has given me that, um, that gift to be an encourager to others. But it's hard to encourage others when you're having a hard time being encouraged. <laughs> you know, it's hard to be um, to give away some joy when you don't have it. It's, um, it's hard to love others when you, when you don't have love to give. Um, and I found myself in this place of um, just um, actually being discouraged about something. And um, being discouraged about particularly what I felt like was some things that God has spoken to us this year um, about this community and where we're headed. Um, I feel like I was in a similar place earlier this year, and uh, and in that time, God really began to just speak some encouragement, speak some promises, remind me of things that He had said about who we are. And, and what he's called us to, and what we're doing, and why we're here, 
all of that. And it was really life-giving. Some of you may remember me talking about that um, in the spring. Um, and I feel like that was fuel to begin to pray for some things, to begin to um, believe God again for some things, to hope for some things. And I think we all need that. We all need that. We, we, if you don't have it um, in your life right now, um, I believe God wants to speak encouragement about what's ahead so that you can actually um, believe for those things and you can hope for those things. And, and so I believe He wants to do that for every single one of us. He wants to give us hope for the future. It's pretty important. Um, and so I, I began to get some of that and we began to pray into that and begin to invite you guys to pray into that. Say, God, we, we're believing you for big things this year. We're believing you um, for growth this year. We're believing you for new people this year. We're believing you for a breakthrough this year. We're believing you for um, progress, even in our own lives, in areas where we haven't seen those kind of things. Um, and recently, <laughs> and maybe this is just an indication that, you know, sometimes we just get impatient, but. It hasn't been that long since I prayed those prayers, but I'm just like, God, where are the answers? Anybody ever feel like that way? Some, about something? Anything? Okay. Just making sure this is uh, real life right now, you know? If that's real life, we get there, don't we? Um, and uh, I think two weeks ago, really, it, it kind of hit a low point. And, and it, it was it was things that I was feeling inside, and I, I started to speak those things. And in speaking those things, I realized, wow, I'm more discouraged than I thought <laughs> about this. And um, and what I really needed, I think, was for God to to kind of give me some perspective. But I was finding it hard to come by. And. About a week ago, um, I'm really thankful for um, for this community. And about a week ago, particularly a couple of our leaders um, really um, provided that perspective, provided that voice for me, and it was a chance to just even say, "I'm really just wondering, like, what are we even doing here?" <laughs> Can I just be real with you? I'm just asking God that God, should we continue as a church even? Are, are we just spinning our wheels for, because I don't want to just do this because we decided it was a good idea. But that's not why I got into this. Just so you know, when I came to Baltimore, it wasn't to be the pastor of the light church. I came to make pretty paintings, drawings. I came as an artist. That's why I came to Baltimore. So God, like, changed a lot, you know, in, uh, in over a couple of years. He does that. Um, but I really felt like he was doing something here and calling me to something here. And you know what? Things do change. So I just said, okay, God, if, if, if things are changing and you want to do something else and we need to move on, then so be it. Can I just be real? Can I be real with you guys? Okay. Maybe some of you had, have had some of those questions and thoughts, too, so maybe this is helpful to hear. Um, and I think deep down in my heart, 
I knew that was where we're at, but that's how it came. And um, through just some time of prayer and some encouragement, you know what? I feel like God just He just affirmed that I'm 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 so not done. With <laughs> I'm so not done here. So I just want to let you guys know that in case you're wondering. <laughs> I feel like God is just saying, I'm so not done with what I'm doing here. And maybe it's just me feeling that. I don't know. So I'm just going to talk to myself for a minute. He is so not done with what he's doing here. <laughs> All right, man. Yes. <laughs> and actually, that's the way he said this. One of the biggest encouragements I had this year was that word God saying, I mean, it's been, it's been 11 years since this church was started, but I feel like God's saying it's just a drop in the bucket. And, and we really are just getting started. And um, so that was encouraging to me. And I, I, I want to speak into that a little bit tonight as it relates to this, this um, theme of expanding the family and the kingdom of God, which is, I think is central. To, uh, what God's called us to as a church. Like if God is in our midst and He's not done with what He's doing, um, then this idea of kingdom expansion and family expansion growth, it's, it's going to be there. There's no other way around it. When God is in your midst, growth will happen. That's, that's like, <laughs> it's just like basic math. God takes what little you have and he multiplies it. That's the kind of growth we're talking about. We're not talking about even just slow addition. We're talking about taking what little you have and multiplying it. The fish and the loaves, anybody? You know that story? That's kingdom economics. That's kingdom multiplication. God says, what do you got? Bring it here. And he says, okay, we're going to feed everybody. God is in the uh, the, I don't want to say the business of, I just said it, but <laughs> God is intently invested in growth. Let's just say it that way. And in fact, from the very beginning, that's, God has always been about, from the overflow of what he has, giving and producing and creating growth. That, in fact, is the impetus for creation itself. And you see God contained in himself, enjoying the fellowship, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, together. You actually see the family, family unit there from the beginning. But it's not just God. Actually, out of the um, delight that was present in the Trinity before anything was, you see this desire in God to bring an increase and to share and to give away and to create and to bring others into what he has and who he is. And so if we were to ask the question, why is any of this here? Why is creation here? Why are we here? I think actually if you look at scripture, it's out of the overflow of God's love, is the excess of his love that he created. And, and he created and he got to 
this thing called humanity, and he said, let us make man in his own, in our own image. Let us, the family of God, deciding together to share what they have with us. That's part of the creation story. How amazing is that? And that's what we're actually in the middle of. We're in the middle of the grace and the mercy and the love that God poured out in creation. That God poured out in humanity. That God poured out in his design and, and bringing and speaking all of this into being. That's not quite where I was headed tonight, but I feel like that's an important part of the beginning of this. That in the beginning there was family. But also in the beginning there was this desire to grow and expand that. That's in the heart of God. That's his idea. It's not ours. So when I get discouraged about what I would perceive as lack of that happening, I need to be reminded that God is actually the one who came up with that idea in the first place, and he's the one that's going to bring it about. Are you with me? And I'm talking about both your personal development and growth as an individual, and our collective development as a community, um, what God wants to see happen in this city and in our world. God is the one who is driving that to happen. It's his idea, and it's been his idea since the very beginning, and he's the one who is faithful enough to bring it about. So I just wanna, I wanna deposit that first on an individual level before we even think about beyond ourselves. I want you to realize that, and I want you to be encouraged by that tonight. The growth that God wants to bring in your own life, not only is it His idea, but He is faithful to carry it through. And if you've been discouraged, or you feel like you've been stuck, um, or you feel like you've been moving backwards even, or sideways, <laughs> I just feel like God wants to say tonight, He's got you. And he's doing something good that, that will take effect in your life. Will you let it? Will you let it? And will you believe that? I think believing that is pretty important. And if anything, that's where God is trying to get us on board, to believe that, in fact, he is doing that. Because if we can believe that, then you know what will happen? We won't quit. <laughs> we won't quit. That's the worst thing we could do in the middle of God wanting to bring us into what he has for us is to just give up because we think, okay, it's not worth it or it's not happening, it's not happening fast enough or um, whatever it is. So I believe God wants us to be reminded that this is his idea and he's the one who's faithful to make it happen. Family is God's idea. And growth of that family is God's idea. And he's called us into that. Um, okay, I want to jump into, I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and, and look at a few things from Scripture. And this is what I want to say, just this idea tonight. As it relates to family, which is, um, it's one of our core values here. We really believe that, um, our gathering is more than just uh, community happening. It's more than um, just a social event. Um, it's more than even just what some would consider a, a church. It's actually 
um, us coming together under God as our Father as His children, and that makes us family. And that's actually the um, the primary dynamic of relationship in the kingdom of God is one of family. And I know we all have families, and they probably all look different, and they probably all have their own um, embarrassing and weird and even ugly parts. Okay. Um, so I know we might have some positive and negative connotations as it relates to family, um, but the family that we're in because of Jesus is an amazing one. Still quirky, still weird sometimes, definitely still full of problems and, and, and some ugly, but it's an amazing one. It's an amazing one, and it starts with an amazing dad. And, and it starts with an amazing big brother, Jesus himself, and the Holy Spirit. And there's some amazing people here, too, by the way. <laughs> and he's trying to help us to see that. And he's trying to help us come on board with that. That's, that's the family of God, and that's what we're being called into. And we believe in that here. And that's what we are in the purpose of growing. That's what we feel called to in this place, is to be the family of God and to grow as the family of God. Um, and this is what I want to say about that. I believe that um, growing God's family is twofold. It, it looks like um, growing deep together and growing in uh, an increase of people. But I also think it means growing in a way that means going, if that makes sense. Expansion is twofold. It means we are growing together deep in God and we're growing in our relationships with each other and even adding to that, but it also means that God is actually expanding us this way, too. Um, and I feel like that's actually something for this community that has always been difficult for us to reconcile. What I mean by that is um, for people that really value close relationships, which I believe we do, it never gets easy when you see people go. Like, I, I'm from Louisiana. All my family is still down there. I've been in Baltimore 17 years now. It never gets easier being that far away from my parents and my siblings and now my nephews and nieces. It actually, in some ways, has gotten harder as that family has grown. But here we are. And I know I'm, I'm called to this place. Um, so I cherish the moments I have with them, but I realize that um, I'm supposed to be here and they're supposed to be there, but we're still family. In that same way, I, I think that one of the things that God is constantly doing in our midst, He's constantly wanting to grow deep and connect us, but there is also this aspect of expansion that requires people to go. It doesn't mean the family breaks up. 
but it does mean that there becomes distance in some of these relationships. And we've been experiencing that recently. We've been experiencing that with, just in the past few weeks. Um, if you've been here, we've, we've blessed and sent out um, some really amazing and important people to this community. And um, it's been 11 years of, of that happening at different times, and it, it never gets easy. It's hard. But I think it's an important part of this. It's an important part of this thing called family expansion. I have some verses here. I don't know. I don't know if this isn't quite going where I thought it would. So, um, <laughs> we're along for this ride together. You guys still alive? Do I have you for a few more minutes? Good. I, the engagement is awesome right now. Thank you. That really helps me. Uh, I know we have quite a few introverts, and so I, I often imagine that inside you guys are just hallelujah, amen, all of these things. Outside, though, it's like this sometimes. Can I get an amen? Oh, okay, great. I, I, we came up with this, especially for our introverts, this right here. Um, I know you've probably seen it before. I don't think we we, we did not come up with the move. We just reappropriated this. The raise the roof is really our silent amen. And if it's really good, you can double bump. Okay, so you can add that to your repertoire. That helps me as well. Okay. Um, this is what I say. When you look at scripture and you look at the way that that God builds. Um, community through Jesus, and you look at the way that developed, it, it's really interesting, and I don't know about you, but I, I need some encouragement by seeing the development, because it goes a little bit different than the way we often think of what success looks like, and what growth should look like, and all of those things. Do, do you know what I mean by that? Like just think about the very beginning of Jesus' ministry, and say, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a team call some people to be a part of what I'm doing. The kingdom uh, announcement has come. The kingdom is near. The kingdom is here. Repent. The kingdom is at hand. Jesus is wanting to prepare people for the ushering in and the expanding of God's kingdom on earth. And so he's like, I need a team. I need some people to come with me in this. And so he carefully selects uh, a, a group of, of people that in fact um, weren't the perhaps most obvious or likely candidates. They were fishermen, they were tax collectors. There were people that um, had been passed over, perhaps by the um, religious elite of that time, and um, had, had gone back to do whatever their family did. And Jesus says, come join my team. So that's how he recruits his disciples. Uh, and he starts with that group of 12, okay? And, um, that's actually the, the group that he's going to work with for the entirety of his ministry. Like, yes, he, he, he kind of goes beyond that. We see in Luke 10, there's actually a, a, a group of 72 disciples that, that Jesus has gathered, and then he sends out, and they participate in, in his work. But the 12 is really that core unit that we have the most information about, and that's who we really know as, well, we don't get any of the names of the other disciples, but the twelve. And so you can just thinking about this, and um, this 
this question came up um, in the middle of this conversation uh, last week. And it's a question of um, how many people do we really need to make an impact? that would have been considered his disciples at that point. 
We're just like, this is just too much. We, we think we might need to leave now. And I'm not making a parallel here, okay? But what I am saying is even in Jesus' ministry, he lost some people. So he went from like 12, and I'm sure the disciples were like, yeah, we're growing. We got 72 of us now. We're going out in pairs. You know, when it's just the 12 of them, they get six pairs. <laughs> 72, we're like going all over town. You know, they could really make some impact that way. Then Jesus gave the message. <laughs> That's probably what they referred to it as for a while. The message, you know that one. People thought we were all cannibals. The disciples were like, no, we're not. We don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm sure it'll make sense later. <laughs> but then even people who had been following him and had been dedicated, they're like, this is too much. We're out of here. I'm encouraged by that. <laughs> Oddly. <laughs> I don't think Jesus was freaking out, you know, when they got carried back down. And I, I think there is something about that. Not only do we not need a lot of people, but I think sometimes the crowd can just be excellent. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I just believe this, okay? From that day to even forward, Jesus had who he needed. And, and I believe right now we have who we need to do what God's called us to and to move forward. Um, I'm not going to get too much further in this, but if you look at um, kind of that progression from there, Jesus tears back down to the 12, and then you actually see by the time he um, goes to the cross and, um, and uh, is resurrected, there's still only uh, 120 people who were coming together, waiting for what would happen at Pentecost. Then we see something awesome happen in Acts 2. We see, <laughs> maybe awesome, definitely awesome, but probably a little bit problematic too, if you just imagine. Um, in Acts 2, there's this moment where, uh, well, the gospel um, just kind of explodes. And 3,000 people were added to this little family of 120 overnight. <laughs> pretty cool, pretty exciting, but also probably a little crazy. And we see this, um, we see this, um, this work of God coming out in a way that they don't stay there forever, right? It's not just well and right off in the sunset. We see God moving in such a way that in fact the family is added to. And then we see actually as uh, the book of Acts progresses, uh, people are coming into the fold of God's family is growing. But then there's also this um, challenging um, but amazing um, part of that expansion that is actually God's people um, being, being spread 
Um, and I want to I want to actually read Matthew 28. I was actually supposed to start with this, but everything is going out of order. And thank you guys for taking away from me. Matthew 28. Anybody know the uh, Great Commission? That's really kind of our um, our landing point for this idea of expansion. And not only that, it's got a God's idea for what it, what it looks like. And this is what he says in Matthew 28, starting in 16. It says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some others. That's just funny. You guys don't think that's funny? You didn't get the joke. Matthew is like, um, probably referring to Thomas. Like, Thomas is like, why'd you have to put that in there? Really? You know? We, we always worship Jesus, but some doubt it. At least, Matthew's like, at least I didn't put your name in there. You know? <laughs> like, uh, Luke's gospel <laughs> called you out. Anyway, that's funny. Now you get it. <laughs> then Jesus came to them and said, all authority, it's just, it's, it's just a, a really quirky little detail, you know? But some doubt uh, that Jesus came and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you the very end of the day. In this great commission, we see both parts of it. We see the growing deep of God's family and the call to. Um, to make disciples and to teach them everything that Jesus gave to these guys. They were the original core family um, in the New Testament. And we also see the expansion that, that goes this way. Go deep together and go out. And so he says, go therefore, and, 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 and actually calls them to go to uh, Jerusalem first. He gives them actually coordinates. <laughs> Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then the ends of the earth. And it's just kind of uh, further and further away from what you know, further and further away from what you're comfortable with, further and further away from the people who look and think and act like you. And I want to bring that up in this, and just, just um, in the same way God's heart is to expand family, I believe that God's heart is always that there's room for more. And, and this goes beyond the numbers. This is really about individuals. This is about people that God gave everything for. And uh, that goes way beyond this room. It's all of humanity. And I, I just, I think it's just important for us to just continually remind ourselves of that. That there's always room for more in the family of God. When you're um, looking at somebody and they're frustrating you, <laughs> just remind yourself <laughs> There's always room for more, including that person in the family of God. <laughs> that would be a really good time to remind yourself of that. We say it this way. There's always a seat at the table, at God's table, for the person in front of us. There's always room. There's always room. And in that way, that's part of this commission to, to go and to love to the ends of the earth. That's everybody that's implied here is that everybody is included in this. And you know, um, the original people that Jesus called, they kind of struggled with that idea in some different ways, but in some of the same ways that we struggle with that idea. 
to love everybody the way that Jesus said his love was um, meant to be. So I just want to remind us of that. Um, we're going to wrap up. Yeah, I just want to... Um, God, I'm just reminded in this that um, one of the things that you've called us to is to be a family that, that sends, that sends people out, a family that grows deep together and in that is helping prepare for um, the unique place and call that you have on each of our lives. And God, we have been tremendously blessed with some incredible people in that journey. But we still call brothers and sisters, even though they are not here in this place, and they're all over the world. Literally all over the world. And God, I just... This past week, thinking about that, I'm just amazed. I'm amazed by what you do. I'm amazed by the way that you bring us together, and you connect us, and you grow us in that, and you, you build community, and you build relationships, and you build family. I'm also amazed at your infinite wisdom, that it, it goes beyond that in a, in a way that this was never meant to be kept to ourselves. And so you call us to go, you call us to, to step outside of ourselves, whether that's just on a Monday morning as we step into what we have been um, called to do here and committed to do here, purpose to do here in this place, or that's long-term, being somewhere else, saying yes to, Relocating, saying yes to new opportunities, saying yes to new communities. And I just pray that, that we would hold both of those things. We would hold both of those things. That we would be, that we would embrace that your desire to grow us deeply together. We would always, we would also embrace your desire to use us to bring others into what you're doing, to bring others into your family, and to go in order to see that happen. And God, I just thank you for the ways that you, the ways that you've done that. God, I thank you for the ways that. You are doing that currently, even beyond what we can see, God. I thank you 
for those that you are bringing into our midst, even those new faces tonight, God. And I pray, God, that you would just continue to build on them. And at the same time, God, we just, we thank you for everyone that has come and gone from this place onto something else that you have for them. And in doing so, is bringing your kingdom into places that, God, we, we never even imagined that we could reach. And I pray a blessing over those people right now. And I pray that you would just continue to even connect us with them from afar and to know how we can pour into and support them from afar. And we pray for what's ahead, God, and the growth you're going to bring, and the new people you're going to bring, the new opportunities you're going to bring. We just say more. We say more. And God, I thank you that we don't have to wait for impact. We don't have to wait for impact. And so God, open our eyes, open our minds and our hearts right now to be able to see the opportunity that's right in front of us. What you're calling us to as individuals and what you're calling us to as a community together right now.